What's going on, everyone? Welcome to episode 15 of Grab, Don't Slap. As usual, we got the same squad. Just kidding, we only got three today. We're playing three V3s instead of fives. I don't know who the other three is, but you got Jason and Zach and myself, Patrick, talking to you guys about basketball. So, you know, we only, we're missing Royce and uh, Josh today for a uh, load management. So you got us three running to court. Let's get it. Let's get it started, guys. Hey, yo, we made it. End of the season. COVID shortened one. We're here. And it's about to be the best time of the year. Ah, been waiting for it, man. Been waiting for it. Yeah, this is always the best time of the year, man. Getting ready for playoffs. Getting crazy. But before playoffs, we got the play-ins. Wait, here's a question. Does the play-in technically count as a part of the playoffs? Or are we going to call it its own thing? I think the NBA is kind of counting it as playoffs. Or wait, no, are they actually not counting it as playoffs? I heard, but they're actually, never mind, because I don't remember. But I heard what they were counting it as. Now I don't know. Oh. <laughs> yeah, well... <laughs> yep. Well, the play-ins. All right. We uh, very first thing we should talk about is uh, the game yesterday. Memphis versus Warriors. Warriors took the lead on that one and got the dub to go ahead and face the Lakers. You know that game was stressful for like the first half. Mm-hmm. That was much closer than we wanted, and Dylan Brooks was. That guy was literally like he was Steph's conjoined twin. That's how he was playing defense. Yep. I was watching the whole game and I was like, man, they they got him on Steph the whole time. But uh, like the announcers were saying, that this guy fouls way too many times, and luckily he did because they got him out of the game before he started. Like when he was catching fire, he's going off. So that was a good time to get out of the game. Yeah. yeah, that was huge. Watching the Grizzlies, though, man, that team in a few years is going to be really nice. With all those young pieces, man, Dylan Brooks, John Morant, Trey J, Brandon Clark, they got all those guys, man. We're AJ. Trey J. Jaron Jackson Jr. Oh. Yo, that's a fire nickname. That's like one of my favorites. Did you, did you come up with that? No, I've heard it before. <laughs> oh, I was about to say. One of my favorite ones. Don't they also have Justice, Just, Justin Winslow? Uh, do they? I yeah, know. I'm pretty sure they do. Let's see. I don't know. Let me look that up right now. They do. Yeah, they do. I didn't know that. I actually didn't know that. He dropped 25 points against Sack on May 14th. That was his best game of yeah. the season. Just- yep. Once they got him going, that whole team's all comfortable with each other. They're going to be a good team, even better than they are now. Yeah, for real. Anyways, looks like um, with that win from the Dubs, they're going to be facing the Lakers. What do you guys think? You know. All right. Yeah, let's let's start the playing predictions here. We're going to be listing out uh, – Who's going to be playing in the plane? So let's go ahead and start with the Lakers versus Dubs. What, what do you think, Zach? So, I mean, I think it's going to be a good game. And I think that it's totally possible for the Warriors and Steph to win it. Um, but uh, if I had to put money on it with a healthy Lakers, which it looks like they will be <laughs> mostly healthy, I will, I see them winning, beating us. Um, in the playing game but i do think it's totally possible 100 percent. if we were to win what do you guys think i mean lebron did tweak his ankle last night i think that's true too but i think he's still gonna play and i think it's lebron so (laughs) but i mean like you're gonna be i feel like you you shouldn't play because you don't want to make it worse there's no i mean you're telling me if they lose uh, the game versus the Warriors that LeBron James 
sitting out versus the Spurs or the Grizzlies can't win. I think even without LeBron, they should be able to beat both those teams. I agree. Yeah, a lot, of, if, a lot of that depends on Dennis Schroeder, too. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's coming back, right? He, he'll be back? He's already back. Oh, is he? <laughs> Oops. <laughs> I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, he's already back. He's going to be He's gonna be uh, crucial for the Lakers in the playoffs, um, but he'll be crucial in playing as well. So, But I do think I have the Lakers beating us in the play-in to take the seventh seed. Yeah, I agree, too. As much as I'd like to see the Warriors win and get the seventh seed, I mean, it would... It can happen, honestly. Steph's the hottest player in the league right now. Like, he's averaging like 40 something points recently. Like, who's touching him right now? But I guess. Are you I was about to say that. That's funny. Uh, um, Pat, who do you got? Uh, yeah. Um... It'd be really nice to see the Dubs win it because, you know, a lot of people uh, see them as the underdogs like us. I want them to go against the Lakers and uh, just upset them. But in reality, I feel like the Lakers are going to get this. Um, and I, I think that's uh, the best route for them. If they do lose this, the Dubs, and they can face whoever the loser is for the Spurs versus Grizzlies. Winner and they win that. What they face the winner of Dubs Grizzlies, the loser, yeah, 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 the, the winner. I mean, sorry, so they face the winner of Spurs for Grizzlies, and I know we can beat those two teams, and then we can take the eighth seed and go against Utah and definitely destroy Utah, hopefully, because we can we beat Utah twice, right? Twice, three times, yeah, we beat twice. Like and so it's a good sign, even though they're going to have uh, Donovan Mitchell back. Is that for sure? Like when did uh, he have like a timetable when he's coming back? I'm sure he'll be back by playoff. Oh, I think they're going to hold him till the first round. So there you go. Up to the first round or like through the first round? Two. Two of the first round. So he'll be, I think he'll be good for game one. That's good. Uh, yeah. I mean, like he's, us. <laughs> who the, first off, who the hell wants to watch the Utah Jazz without Donovan Mitchell? You're a sick fuck if you want to watch the Utah Jazz without Donovan Mitchell. No, stop. If I'm the Warriors and I wouldn't mind Don, if we're playing them, I wouldn't mind Donovan Mitchell sitting out a few more games. Well, no shit, obviously. <laughs> but as a basketball, as a basketball fan. I want to see all my stars healthy in the playoffs so we get the best product. Yeah. No, I... Uh, all right, next one. Spurs versus Grizzlies. I had I had a tough time with that one. I think that's going to be a really good game. Uh, but I ended up picking the Spurs. I think the Spurs are going to pull it out. Uh, defensively, I like them a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Nice one. Uh, I like them a lot defensively. I'm not sure if Derek White's going to be playing. I think he's going to be pretty crucial, though, if he's playing. I don't know. I know he got hurt at some point. Um, but, yeah, I got the Spurs beating Memphis and moving on to that second game that they'll have to play against us. Yeah, I'd probably go Spurs as well, just based on – playoff pedigree and i think pop's gonna have them set up for success going into that game the grizzlies are still young and they have a little ways to go to be an actual like playoff team but i think they can i think if it's a one game takes takes all situation i'm gonna lean on the spurs a little bit but all respect to ja i mean shout out to him now because he finally acknowledged one who should, who the MVP should be, but like this is his first. It was his first matchup with Steph, so like, and now he's given Steph the proper respect he's due after that whole fiasco with uh, Iguodala way back when. But ah uh, yes, 
shout out Ja. I think give it one more year, maybe next year. And again, knocking on the door to the playoffs in your second year, that's really good. That's really good. Like, where's Zion? <laughs> Could have made it. And would you argue the Pelicans? Would you argue the Pelicans team when is a better team than that Grizzlies team? I, I, I think, think so. so. Yeah. And that's why I'm like, Ja, your team is in the play-in and the Pelicans are home. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right, man. Shout out to Ja Morant. Which is not his real name, by the way, that I've learned recently. It's not Jaw. I'm looking it up. Give me one second. Because I forgot what it was. Jaw Morant's real name. Do you guys know? Uh, is it the J-A? <laughs> Does it stand for something? Demetrius. Jamel is his middle name. Morant. Uh, it goes by his middle name. Nice. Zach Back. That doesn't surprise me. Interesting. People, a lot of people go by their middle names. Yep. Steph Curry does. I don't. Edwin. Jason, <laughs> <laughs> what's your real name? Aaron. Oh, that's right. Aaron. Why? Aaron Edwin Thomas. All right. <laughs> Tom I think. Uh... Oh, wait, no. Thomas Edwin Edison. Sorry. All right. Nice. <laughs> Anyways, I think the Spurs will definitely get it. Uh, get the dub against the Grizzlies, and then go against the Lakers. Dub losers, winners. Wait, losers. Yeah, losers. <laughs> Which you thought this, was this? So, so we're all we've all been in agreement so far, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So we'll move on to the loser of the seven eight and the winner of the nine ten game. And for all of us, that is Warrior Spurs. And I have the Warriors winning it. I don't see us losing two straight games. I don't see Steph Curry losing a game to the Lakers and then the Spurs. I don't see it happening. We will not. We will be in the playoffs. We will be in the playoffs. I know we will. Yep, totally agree. I And I don't think it'll part. If the Warriors lose bad to the Lakers... I think the Spurs game is a blowout. There's no way. I think we'll have another Steph 40-plus game in that game. I think Steph might have a good game. I think Steph will have a good game against the Lakers on Wednesday, meaning like 35-point-plus, even with that Laker defense. But if they lose that game and they play the Spurs, or regardless of who they play in that lose that the AC bracket, Steph's going to have a big game. Yeah, definitely. Um, I think it'd be really crazy if the Dubs pulled this off and went against the Lakers. Especially how, uh, I mean, if they lose against the Lakers, I'll definitely, I definitely think they're going to, um, in this case, we're going with the Spurs. I think they can beat the Spurs, especially how Jordan Poole is playing. Shout out to him. He's really balling out and showing that he can... Um, be a future with the Warriors and he has a future in the NBA and that's really awesome to see under uh, you know under Steph Curry right there so Dubs can take that Um, I'm going to throw a hypothetical before we get on to the Eastern Conference Um, how damaging would it be to both LeBron and AD's legacy if they lost both play-in games Oh, oh. Wait, wait, and we're healthy. That, see, I think that this whole thing is a setup with LeBron talking about, I'm going against the league MVP, and I'm never going to be back to 100%. So, hey, if he wins all this stuff, he's going to be like, look what I did. I overcame the adversity, and I won. Now, if he loses... He's got the excuses already laid out. I mean, that's mm-hmm. what I think. So he's, he's trying to play it off. You know what I mean? So I think I think this that would be pretty damaging to his legacy, though, um, if he were to not make it out of the play-in. My counter to him setting a narrative would be 
Here, let's run with your narrative that you're the second greatest player of all time at worst, the second greatest player of all time and has a legit argument for greatest player of all time. Who cares if you're playing the one-year MVP? Who cares if you're playing the guy that's the hottest for this year right now? You're supposed to be if top two players ever, meaning regardless of who's MVP, you're better because you're, you're sit, you sit next to Jordan. This MVP, whoever it is, sh- probably doesn't hold a candle to Jordan. So re- get, get rid of all this, oh, I overcame something when you clearly were on the higher part of the mountain to begin with. Don't set it up like you're doing this crazy climb because you weren't. You have the better team, even when you're out and the Warriors' best player is out. Because when the Warriors' best player is out, they're one of the worst offenses of all time. So, LeBron, get that out your head. Stop trying to control a narrative. Stop trying to set a narrative. Let's just have fun and play some basketball. But yes, Mm -hmm. it would be incredibly damaging to watch if LeBron lost both of those games. Love to see that. Did you say you would love to see that? Oh, heck yeah, dude. I love seeing LeBron lose. I do. <laughs> Just I do. like how a lot of people want to see Steph lose. Yeah. I don't know how people can even hate Steph. doesn't make any sense. Because uh, bro, cause Steph, again, well, yeah. how many narratives would be different if Steph Curry didn't exist in the NBA? LeBron would be the greatest player ever because he'd have at least three more rings. Because here, we'll use 2015. No, 2015 team was beating that Cavs team. I don't think so. Um, 2016, the Oklahoma City Thunder that year probably had the best chance of beating the Cavs in place of the Warriors. 2017, again, no Steph Curry. So why the hell is KD going to the Warriors? Probably doesn't. Who stops LeBron? 2018, there's no KD there too. And obviously he keeps getting out the East because there's nobody in the East. LeBron gets there again. Like, nobody. If Steph Curry doesn't exist, LeBron becomes the best player of all time. KD might have a ring without Steph Curry. And it just changes a whole bunch of narratives. Um, That reminds me of something that I saw... Um, the other day, it said if LeBron did not exist, Steph would be a top five player of all time. If Steph didn't exist, LeBron would have 90% of people thinking that he's the GOAT. Isn't that crazy? How one guy, I mean, you know, who knows, like, you know, just, it was just the idea of it. How one guy can, uh, can totally change one other random player's legacy. Isn't that, it's, it's kind of crazy to think about. I mean, I mean. Yeah, I guess, but like realistically, Steph held LeBron back from three chips, mm-hmm. and LeBron completed the greatest comeback and stopped what could have been the greatest individual season ever by a basketball player, and arguably in sports. Like, those are two crazy narratives. But what best offensive season ever, which even without the ring, I still have it up there. It's probably number three, if not number two. But yeah. Yeah. All right. Before we move to the East, I do have Josh's and Royce's predictions for anyone out there. Who cares? We got Josh and the exact same as all of us. He said Spurs beat, he said Lakers beat Warriors, Spurs beat Grizzlies, and then the Warriors beat the Spurs. And then Royce is still pretty confusing, as he just says, also include this is why we need to get rid of this play-in because it's too confusing. And he says the Warriors beat the Lakers, the Spurs beat Memphis, and then the Lakers beat the Spurs. So a little different. He has the Warriors win. He said that game will be a thriller too. All right, moving on. Easter Conference. We got Charlotte. 
versus the Pacers. Yep, the nine ten matchup. The Pacers. That's are- a toss up for me. Like that's a uh, hard to tell, you know. But Karis Levert is back for the Pacers, and he's been balling out. I don't know how well that's really gonna help him because there's just. I feel like Pacers is just someone uh, like a team that you can't really trust in the playoffs, except for when Paul George was there. But they do have a lot of talent. They got Sabonis, um, Malcolm Brogdon, Karis LeVert, and then Miles Turner, who's injured. I don't know if Miles Turner and uh, Malcolm Brogdon are going to be back. But I think Malcolm Brogdon is going to be back by play-in time. It's just a game-time decision, I think. But Charlotte, on the other hand, has a lot of talent. So they got LaMelo Ball Ball back, too. So, you know – I think I'm going to go with Charlotte. I might go with Charlotte on this one. Yeah. You're on mute, Jason. <laughs> hey, I like how you broke that down. That was pretty good. Because, yes, I agree with you. I think Charlotte's going to win. And it'll be close, don't get me wrong. But I think if we have to go by, like, best player versus I guess best players are the players most likely to show out. I have this weird feeling that Lamelo's going to have a really good game. He's going to enjoy it. He's going to put the, I guess the NBA on notice that one, he's the best ball brother. And two, he should have been the number one pick. Yeah, that's fair. I love me some Charlotte. I, uh, he's not going Charlotte watch. I, uh, if I always, if I had to pick a second favorite team, you know, it's always been the Hornets. I like the Hornets. I love their colors. You know. Best colorway in the NBA, I say it now. But hey, I like PJ Washington a lot. But no one is stopping Sabonis on that Hornets team, and the Pacers will win that game. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm really uh I'm going like back and forth because I don't know, it just feels weird for the Pacers to win. It just doesn't feel right, I guess. I mean, they have a, a lot of talent, but I feel like at this moment like playing or like being in the playoffs is just too good to be true, I guess. I don't know. I think we'll just have to see. This is it's a really weird matchup, but it's a good one. I mean, this it'll be a good game, um, but I've seen the Hornets blow too many leads. I mean, I've seen them not even blow too many; just they can't close. They can't close games. And if Malcolm Brogdon plays, um, I don't even. I think it's like, you know, I think I think it's gonna be easy dub. Not easy dub. It'll be a good game, but I like Indiana's chances a lot more than uh, Charlotte. But like I said, it'll be a good game. But I got Indiana beating the Hornets and sending them home. Yeah, I, I do want the Pacers to win, but I think, I don't know, I'm just confused. Anyways, but they also got TJ McConnell. We forgot about him. He's playing like crazy. Yeah, he's playing really well. Came out of nowhere. So. And O'Shea Brissett, I don't even, I think that's how you say his name, man. He's been balling recently too. Dropped 31 in his most recent game. He's been killing it. So I like that. I like that. I think that team's deeper. I think that team is overall better but then again it's a one game thing so you never know charlotte could lamella ball could have a good game or something so. well now to the game that really matters because that'll be this that'll decide who between charlotte and uh indiana will have to play a team to get to the playoffs the game is um the Wizards and the Celtics. Now this, this is a good playing game. Mm-hmm. What do y'all think? Where, where are we going? What do you think, Pat? The Wizards. The Wizards are going to win. They're going to win face the Nets. That's the first matchup right there. Celtics going to go against um, Charlotte or Pacers. But Celtics are going to get the dub because Jason Tatum can do it. 
I think he can do it. He got Fournier in, uh, with him and Kemba Walker. I think that's enough to beat Charlotte and uh, the Pacers. But once it's playoff time, I don't know what's going to happen. But that's just it for me. Weather's going to win it against the Celtics. Um, so I do think the Wizards are going to beat the Celtics. I totally agree with you there. I think Russ and Bradley Beal are on a tear right now together. And since it's just one game, that's one game to get into the playoffs. I think, I think they'll do it and they'll show up. Where I'm going to get a little tricky is I actually think, again, I said I had Charlotte beating the Pacers, but I also have him beating the Celtics in the next game. The reason why I have them beating the Celtics in the next game is the Celtics are too damn inconsistent. And this is going to show a lot of people why the Celtics front office needs to really question Brad Stevens and Danny Ainge. I think this will be the year that'll make people be like, huh, Brad Stevens ain't that ain't as genius as we thought he is. And Danny Ainge, I'm tired of you always maybe maybe are getting close to making a big trade but never doing anything always sitting on draft picks that just never either never pan out or you just don't do shit with them and i think this is going to be that tipping point i don't know how it's going to turn out i want to see obviously i want to see jason tatum be successful and i want we keep setting we keep trying to figure out scenarios for that Celtics team to win that's been like a theme yeah but, I don't know. Something's wrong with the team. Yeah, I agree. There's something wrong with the Celtics. I don't know what it is, but there's something wrong with them. They'll lose to the Wizards. I think they will lose to the Wizards as well. Um, they've been on a slide. Especially, I mean, you know, without Jalen Brown. Um, that hurts. That's a, that's a loss. That hurts them. But... They don't lose two games in a row. Jason Tatum won't lose two games in a row. Um, so I have Boston beating Indiana to get the eighth seed and then probably just getting bounced by Philadelphia. But um, yeah, so I think uh, Boston will lose to the Wizards. Wizards will snag the seventh seed. Boston plays Indiana and they get the eighth seed. I don't think uh, Jason Tatum will lose to Indiana. They did lose two games in a row recently, though, against the Heat and the Cavs. You lose to the Cavs? That, that's they're, they're, <laughs> they've been uh, they've been on a slide, and that's because you know they haven't had Jalen Brown, and that was a big uh, adjustment they've had to make. They're gonna have to make, and they're they're that's why they. I mean, they're not gonna beat Washington. I don't see them beating Washington, especially how uh, uh, Riley Bill and Russell Westbrook have been playing. But they're going to figure something out against Indiana. The Boston Celtics won't lose to the Pacers. I, I can't see that happening. I can't really see that scenario taking place. Jason does say they're inconsistent, which they are. But I, I can't see them losing to a team like the Pacers. Or the... I wouldn't be surprised, though. I think, actually, thinking of it... Um... The Celtics only have only has Kemba Walker, Evan Fournier, and Jason Tatum, and they have no bigs that's really like putting in work currently, except for uh, they only have who was it? Uh, Tristan Thompson and Luke Cornett. <laughs> I mean, I think if uh, they do face the Pacers, I, you know what? I think Pacers can pull that off. I mean, they have a uh, crazy scores on that team. Karis LeVert and Sabonis gonna give them the go. I mean, gonna handle them. Yeah, I think if the Celtics face the Pacers for the 8th seed, I think the Pacers win the 8th seed. I think the Pacers are a little more well put together and can scare can probably scare Boston a little more than Charlotte, even though I still think Charlotte makes the eighth seed, but neither here nor there. Why are you sitting like that? Me? Sorry, I don't know. <laughs> I was like, I don't even know. Um, Josh, 
has his predictions. He says, <clears throat> Pacers beat the Hornets, Wizards beat the Celtics, and then the Celtics beat the Pacers. So we had this, we had the uh, same exact predictions. I mean, Josh, very similar. Yep. Royce says, uh, Pacers beat the Hornets, Celtics beat the Wizards, and then the Wizards beat. No, no, no. Pacers beat the Wizards. He, he didn't really understand it. It was getting really good. <laughs> um, but that's what they... Those, that's both of their predictions. So We'll see who's all right. Uh, yep. By tomorrow and Wednesday. Yeah, it's going to be big. Tomorrow and Wednesday are going to be some really big days. And... Yep. Fun game. Like March Madness. It, I mean, it is at this point. <laughs> um. And if I'm willing to bet, and I know we don't talk about this because to basketball enjoyers, this doesn't really matter, but the Warriors-Lakers game is going to be the most watched game this year by far, and it's going to be the best TV ratings game of the entire playoffs in the finals. Yeah, probably will be. It's it's no doubt. LeBron versus Steph. Winner gets a go to get uh, is for sure in the playoffs, and loser has one more chance to make the playoffs. So it's there's, there's stakes, so it's going to be pretty damn interesting to watch that game. But what we really wanted to see was the Lakers Clippers first round, but Lakers fell too too far at the bottom, jumped into the plans. But I really wanted to see them go against. Uh, the Clippers. What was it? Four or five, right? Four or five go against each other. Or three six. That'd have been nice. Or three six. But the Clippers decided to lose to the two worst teams in the league and rest everybody for the playoffs. Were they really resting for the playoffs, or were they resting to not face a soon-to-be healthy Lakers? Yeah, probably were uh, trying to avoid the Lakers, man. Here, I'll pose this question then. Is that how do you feel about it? Is that strategy or do you think it's ducking? Because I'll jump. I'll just say it first. Y'all can you can say what you want to say and then explain. I'll say it first. The Clippers are ducking the Lakers. Simple, straight up. Y'all go. I think there's like kind of two parts. I like, I think it's in a way it's strategy and it's strategic um, because I think they are too. I think that's what they did, but I've never been a fan of resting players and rest in peace to Kobe, but at his, uh, his hall of fame induction, I, Vanessa was talking about how even when he was hurt sometimes or he was like super gas and couldn't play he always played to mm-hmm. be for his fans so his fans that paid all that money to see him and yeah like here we're fortunate like think about this we get to watch one of the greatest players ever in our backyard like in san francisco or when it was previously oakland we had that over there like think about I don't know. Name a uh, name a team real quick that doesn't really have like a big player. Here, like the Pistons. Like for example, imagine ah. imagine being a Detroit Pistons fan and hearing that you have, say, you're a big fan of Steph. Or, I mean, he doesn't load manage, but like, say, you're a big fan of the Lakers or you're a big fan of LeBron James, Paul George, Kawhi Leonard, those type of players, and you spend your money on that ticket to go watch, to see them. You're spending extra money because those tickets are more expensive, obviously. And you find out game time decision, oh, they're not playing. You're The person you came to see is not playing. That's disappointing as shit. And there's money on the line. So I'd be pretty upset to pay that type, pay this type of money. You're showing out this type of cash, even if it's nosebleeds. Showing out this type of cash and then because your man just says, "Oh, I'm focusing on the, uh, I'm focusing on the playoffs." Everybody's focusing on the playoffs. They, we don't just play to get. They don't. They're not playing these nationally televised games to just get cardio. I'm trying to win a damn game to get to the mm-hmm. playoffs. 
to win another damn game, to get to the finals, to win another damn game, and ultimately win that chip. Facts. Yeah. Yeah, I think uh, they did duck the Lakers. Because that was their strategy. <laughs> so their strategy was to duck the Lakers so they can move farther into the Western Conference Finals. Because I think if they win, they're, uh, because they're the fourth seed, correct? Uh, yes, they are. Yeah, they're the fourth seed, so they'll play the Mavericks in the fifth seed. They're gonna, after they play them, I think they play, I think they play the winner of the 2-7. I think the oh. 2-7. So, which will probably which will probably be Utah or or uh, Phoenix. I forget the standings. Uh, it's Phoenix. Phoenix and uh, Lakers or possibly the Warriors. Yeah. See, if they make it. <laughs> that's that. Like, if we're going to just assume the higher team wins, then they'll play that. And then they won't see the Lakers till the Western Conference Finals. If the like mm-hmm. God willing or whatever. I don't know. But yeah, it's like you don't know what can happen. Don't don't take this type of like this is the series we wanted to see since the bubble. Since Kawhi ended up in LA, like that's the Kawhi and Paul George ending up in LA, that's the series we wanted to see. Yeah, it really was. Yep. <clears throat> uh real quick, I want everyone to watch out for a uh, first round exit from the Denver Nuggets. Oh, leaving the question. Watch out because my boy Dame Dalla is coming and he's hot and <laughs> he's hungry. <laughs> Yo, hot as in on fire. Or oh, okay, I thought you said that and, because uh, Ubre's out. <laughs> and or hot as in hungry and ready to fight. Hey, if you're a smart person, you just cut it before you even said that shit. Oh my god. <laughs> All right. From one great point guard to another. Let's talk about the potential MVP of the league. The player who has been the best player in the NBA this season, in my opinion, Steph Curry. Yep. Shout out the scoring title champ. Scoring champ. Only person to do it over 30, 33 years or older besides Michael Jordan. Him and Michael Jordan only wants to do it. That's great company. Here. Steph belongs in the category of Michael Jordan, Kareem, and Wilt Chamberlain as the only four players to have two MVPs, two finals uh, wins, and two scoring champions. That's some great company, don't you think? Yes, sir. That's awesome, man. Shout out to Steph. Yep. Also, like, Steph is, has been in a lot of, like, records with Michael Jordan recently. Like, he's been, again, when you're breaking records set by Wilt Chamberlain and Michael Jordan, I think you're doing something right. Oh, yeah, man. You know, Steph is, uh, he's not, this is the best basketball he's played in his whole career. He's not slowing down yet, man. I think that we had a question about him being better than 2016. It's crazy. I and mean, thing, he can be even better next year. Yeah. I mean, he's Steph. Yeah. I mean, with Clay back, dude, he's going to be, I mean, Clay compliments his game, man. So. Here, if Steve Kerr allows Steph to be great, Steph will be even better next year. Yeah, I can see that happening. If Steve Kerr allows Steph to be Steph, man, he'll be better next year. Yes, Fox, bro. Steve Kerr needs to get out of Steph's way. Yep. What? Make Steph the focal point of this offense, bro. 
Steph Curry is the reason why the Golden State Warriors are light years ahead of everybody. Steph Curry is the reason why you won three championships. Steph Curry is the reason why you still have a job. Like, yeah. let's be completely real. But that's... Steph Curry is the reason Luke Walton has a job. Luke yeah. Walton, shout out... To, well, actually, no. Bad shout out to the Kings. Kings, your organization is very stupid and it never fails to amaze me. That you guys are going to keep... Luke Walton, the worst coach in the NBA. I don't understand. I don't understand. I don't get it. I just don't get it. <laughs> Poor Vince. <laughs> the fact that he said he's the worst coach and the Kings front office never ceases to amaze me. That's scary. <laughs> That's the Kings for you. That's the Sacramento Kings for But yeah, let's get back to Steph, man. I mean, he's been on an absolute tear this year, uh, especially in his you know, recent games. Um, and it's fun to watch, man. Regardless of what happens in the play-in, this was an incredible year by Steph Curry. He shot, he made 337 threes in the regular season in a, in a shortened season and also missed nine games. Like, he legit could have broken his 402 threes record this year if he was healthy and it was 82 games. Give Steph 10 more games to make what? 75 threes? He yeah, man. Steph could have done that. If anyone can like, do it, he can. Like, that could have happened. Or, um, and the fact that the, what, the scoring champ race was so close this year, but Steph said, you know what, Brad, you scored what, 25 or something like that? How many did Bradley Beal score recently? It was 25-ish. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, around in the 20s, yeah. Steph said, eh, let me double that. <laughs> what? He went ahead and doubled. Like, and dropped 46 in the final game of the season. Like, come on, man. The guy, the guy's a sicko. Um, to all... Here, one thing I do have to say, and I think I've already mentioned it to, before... To all you sports writers, announcers, famous broadcasters, yada, yada, all you people, um, you are now doing Steph Curry a disservice, and I can go as far as saying you are disrespecting Steph Curry by just saying he's the best shooter of all time, or the greatest shooter of all time. I think we're getting to the point where that's disrespect, and it's lazy, lazy reporting, lazy journalism it's yeah i think we're at that point now steph curry is way beyond that he's one of the best players of all time whether you like it or not whether you you're old as hell and you somehow think that players in the 70s and 80s are now better than players in the now or you think that you have a like we know you have a bias and we know you're a fan of people from clutch or whatever dude in Brooklyn's uh, place is called. That's my fault for not knowing. But whether you have allegiances or not, it don't matter no more. It's a disrespect to say that Steph's not one of the greatest players ever. Um, think about it. If he's the greatest shooter ever, and he's most, he's probably the most efficient shooter ever, don't you think being efficient and being one of the, doing that makes you one of the best scorers ever? And being one of the best scorers ever probably makes you one of the best players ever. So just off that alone, I think we can scoop stuff up. Um, but yeah, I think a lot of people, and I know it's because the Warriors were, disres- I guess, disrespectful on their title runs throughout the years. And it wasn't even disrespect. Get out your feelings, people. Um, but yeah, like... What's there to hate about Steph? Like, Steph has been so damn great for so damn long. Like, and he's did it through injuries. He's did it through team turmoil, I guess. He's did it through coaching holding him back. Like, come on, man. What else What else the guy got to do? And, uh, you know, to be quite frank, I bet you if um, – if people were to argue that the only thing Steph needed to do to become the greatest point guard of all time was to have a finals MVP, I'm willing to bet you Andre Iguodala would give him that finals MVP just to help Steph out. That's how, that's how good of a guy Iguodala is, too. 
that's my bet, but whatever. That's my whole take on Steph's greatness. While being guarded by four people. Oh, yeah. I'm going to jump in really quick. Um, Fear does not equal respect. So, like, when you're quadruple teaming, dude, and you're running triple teams on dude, when he crosses half court, like, you're not respecting him at that point. You're just... You're just scared at that point. And it's like, come on. Don't don't pervert the game. Don't take the ball out of the man's hands. People want to watch Steph. They don't want to watch Bazemore do some wild shit and then turn the ball over and then immediately foul somebody. Like, no, we want to see Steph shoot the damn ball. Stop throwing quadruple teams at him. That's weak. Yeah. That's the only way they try to stop him, but it still didn't work. That's too bad. Yeah, and uh, what Jason was saying, that's a good point. Um, Colin Steph, the greatest shooter of all time. I mean, that's pretty obvious now. I mean, I don't think really needs to be said. We all know that, and if you disagree, you I don't really know what. Yeah. We, said, we could have said in 2016 that he's the greatest shooter ever. Yeah. Now it's just we just keep doing it. It's year after year after year after year. It's just yeah. the hell. You're not really acknowledging – the just the player as a whole that he is and what he's done and what he's accomplished in his career. I mean, Steph is a three-time champion, two-time MVP, and a two-time scoring champion. Um, hey, man, might be a three-time MVP. You never know this year or next year. Who knows? Um, he's only getting better right now. But, yeah, I agree with uh, Jason. That was a good point. He's, uh, you know, so. That's really it. I mean... Yeah, I I think we've just run out of things to say about Steph. Yeah, um, one thing, because uh, probably on our next episode, we're going to talk about um, our award predictions once we got the whole starting five back in here. But a slight semi-sneak peek. I just have a question for you guys. Do you guys have Steph in your top three for MVP this year? Because he's in my um, top somewhere, one, two, or three. Wow. You went from having him nine to having seven. him. Seven. He was seven. I didn't have him at nine. I had him at seven. You had him at nine. No, I didn't. No, I didn't. I can pull it up right now, bro. Trust me, bro. We, I had him at, had him at seven. The list. Bring up the list. Look right here. Grab those slap Instagram. This is a good time to follow us. Wow, what a plug. Here we go, right here. <laughs> Hold up. A Warriors fan has Steph Curry ranked seventh here. Oh, all right. Then you, if you're right, right to hear it. I don't need to hear it. If you got it, hey, actually, don't do that. You can show me after because it's probably sound weird on the mic. But, um, yeah, get the point. You know what I mean, though. You had him incredibly low. I did have him incredibly low. And, I mean, back then we were, we, it was, it was decently early in the season and this team wasn't really performing and he wasn't doing what he's doing now. And, uh, I mean, he, he, he was still playing amazing, and, and there's no doubt about that. But this team was what we were like the 12th seed, or maybe the 11th seed. We weren't good. No, and, we were in the playoffs when I was. No, we were in the playoffs. I don't think we were a playoff team. We might have been ninth or 10th. I don't remember. We weren't a playoff team at that time. If we were a playoff team, I don't think I'd have them that low. But it was just, it was, it didn't, wasn't as clear that how much he was, uh, how important he was. Yeah, I mean, I knew he was, you know, vitally important to the team, but um, we were still bad. We weren't good. And now we're not an amazing team, but we're better. And he's been playing even more out of his mind than he was in the beginning of the year. So I, I really have him bummed up. Um, he deserves all the respect. And I mean, here, to answer your question, I'm going to say... He's fourth. Ooh, so you don't have him in your top three. I will say he is. He is fourth for me. Interesting. I think if we had, I mean, just doing like, and I, if I had to vote, I would vote him. Don't like, if I had an actual vote, I would vote Steph Curry. No debate. Mm-hmm. But if I had, if we got to actually do a list on who had a better season, we know the three people ahead. We know the three people I have ahead of him. Jokic and Giannis. Yep. 
I'm gonna make this a little more spicy for a little sneak peek. Steph Curry is in my top three, and he's not number three. Wow, that's a bold statement. Oh, here, uh, what we can say for next week also is does anybody give a damn about the award ceremony? <laughs> the NBA awards. <laughs> You know, it's it's interesting. It's cool, but it's but it, it's a little unnecessary, but it's interesting. They're stupid as shit because you're giving an award just like last year. I mean, I'm already getting into it now, but we're gonna we're gonna dip real soon. Um you're giving an award like for example, Giannis winning the MVP last year. He got the award after he got bounced in the second round. Like if I were him, I'd be pissed to even have gotten that the trophy. I'd be like, I don't want to see this. I'm sitting on the, I'm sitting on the couch while I'm watching LeBron win another trophy. Like, I'd be pissed. Yeah, but they should do it before the playoffs. What to do? Right now, right now should have been today. <laughs> or, or in the first round of the playoffs, like, or like that home game where they get to award, like you know, oh, celebrate in front of your fans, yada yada yada. Yeah. Happens that the MVP usually has a bad game, but whatever. Because yeah, that's, I mean, uh, when they, when they give it out, because they used to, I mean, they give it out now after the playoffs. Um, the MVP, their playoff performance affects um, the voters, like how where they lean, who they vote for, which is not what it's supposed to do. It's supposed to be just a regular season war, which I've always said, which is very stupid that they don't do before the playoffs. But what are you gonna do? Nothing. Maybe Steph Curry will have an amazing playoffs and he'll win the MVP. Who knows? <laughs> All right. Well then, I think we've had a, uh, I think we've had a great uh, three on. I guess our we played three v three today. I don't know who the other three was, but I think our three held up pretty well. Um, yeah. Good yeah. passing. We set a lot of screens for each other. Um, great teamwork involved today, and we can't wait to get our five back so we can run fives with whoever, and you know, smoke people. Simple. Yeah, I don't know what the hell type of outro that was, but you know, we, that, was a, that, was, that was a great metaphorical outro. I loved it. Yeah, off you the, know, grab don't slap. That's what we was doing all day. We was grabbing don't slap. <laughs> um, that, just cut it, bro. <laughs> keep going. No, it just didn't work. I know it didn't work. I got that now. Hold on, I want to say something real quick. To everybody who supports Travis Scott's cacti, this is the strawberry one I had. It is terrible. Don't do it. Straight up. <laughs> Just drink water. Just drink water. Drink water. Drink milk. Actually, go to your local Korean market. Go pick up either melon milk, banana milk, strawberry milk from there. It looks like packed yep. up a lychee peach milk. Go get that. That is 20 times better than what this is. Agreed. On that note, grab, don't slap. Later. Peace.